This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. I just look over, and Frankie's just hot, like t- full tongue on the on the glass, trying to get the salt out. I'm in my own house. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in public. Nobody can fucking judge me. I drink my margaritas how I want. Oh wait, have we started? We we started. We did. Oh, hey everybody! This is the Dorkside News, and we're drinking margaritas apparently. <laughs> uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the show, um, we just do a news broadcast format type thing and argue about stuff between us. Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically our format. We are working on another thing that we wanted to know from you guys. Um, we, we are trying a new, like, we are, we're calling it, um, I believe we decided on um, what happened. So we're going to do our best to tell you what happened in a specific category or whatever it is. And that's going to be... We're going to have you guys choose. So we're going to have three categories coming up on the posts. And we want you guys to go let us know on Dorkside News Facebook or, well, just Dorkside News Facebook. It's the best way. Um, and let us know which topics you would like to talk about. So our goal is with the what's this or what, what happened um, stories is, say, Chamber of Secrets. We want to, in the span of a 45 minutes to an hour, let you know what happened in the Chamber of Secrets, Harry, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. To a high enough level to where you can take it and talk to other people, but not completely spill uh, spoil it. Wait, wait. There will be spoilers, but we're gonna talk about the most important parts, the juicy bits. Yeah. I guess you gotta go get your own. I, I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be it's it, gonna be full spoilers. Okay, yeah, it'll be full spoilers. But we're full not gonna spoil things outside of what. Yes. Yeah. So if. If you're trying to catch up and you're like, I don't want to see six movies. All right. Uh, cool. Listen to two or three or five of our, of what, our happens. what happens and yeah. we will not spoil the next episode. Yeah. Um, we also have Smash Bomb. That's where we're getting Luke, our reviews I am from. your father. Oh, wait. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, <laughs> on SmashBomb.com, you can go find Dorkside News and review us and let us know how horribly we're doing or if we're doing well. But I, I doubt that because... Everybody loves us, right? I don't know. Anyways, let's jump into the news because we got quite a bit of it today and some of it's really interesting stuff. All right. So the first screens of Net- the Netflix Witcher series have have started popping up. And I got to say, Geralt looks okay, but there's an issue and there's a major one. He doesn't have two swords. And this is pissing off a lot of people. So Geralt always has two swords. He only has one sword in this one. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe they didn't think it was a big deal. What if it's part of the adventure? What if he starts off with two swords and one breaks five minutes into the show? Or he gets a fuck it third sword. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe he gets three this time. He's got a toe dagger thing. You know how uh, Disney has a formula for billion dollar movies? Yeah. And DC doesn't. Yep. I think Netflix has a has a formula for mega successful um, shows, and uh, I mean they're the king of yeah of mega successful shows right now. HBO had one. They have one every like ten years. Well, to be fair, there's another one that's out right now. From what I'm hearing, I haven't got a chance to see it yet because I don't have HBO. But uh, it's Chernobyl. I'm hearing very good. Oh, things sure. About that. They have one. One. That's currently at, at, running yeah. at any given time. <laughs> um, Netflix has a formula, and part of Netflix's formula is um, leveling up the characters. That's fair. 
So if if he gets a second sword by the end of the season, right in the season finale, I won't be surprised. Yeah. And with how many people out there that are just mildly curious and they're they're fans of the Witcher series, I would say that there's at least a good five ten percent that are gonna be like, why the fuck does he not have a second sword? I'm gonna watch this and find out why they didn't give him a second sword. And exactly. there they got the five percent of the people right there. Um, it does. To be honest, though, it does look good. Um, the 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 screenshots and um, all of the characters they look like they're coming together pretty well, and I have literally almost never been I can't even think of a time I've been let down by a Netflix original show ever. Season two of uh, that vampire werewolf Frankenstein show. I mean, I did enjoy the threesomes. Don't get me wrong, but uh, wait, was that a Netflix original though? It was a Netflix Netflix original. I thought that was a Hulu original. No, 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 no. The the vampire werewolf Frankenstein. They're, they're all roommates? No, oh, you're talking a... about being human. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing. Yeah, <laughs> being yeah, human yeah. was good, but yeah, not, like, not Netflix good. Uh, yeah, that's true. That was, I think that was before the Netflix time, too. It was before the golden age of Netflix. Yeah. yeah. They had some bad shows once upon a time. Now they don't. I, I, I not never, not originals. Yeah, not Netflix originals anymore. I don't. I don't think I've seen one. I, I I think sometimes they claim foreign shows as originals. Those don't count. <laughs> I mean, they're often really good. Yeah. I, I'm I do, uh, speaking of. I just watched one recently that you had watched before. I am Mother, and I am Mother was uh, really good and also mildly not. I wouldn't say confusing, but thought provoking. I guess is the best way. You're trying to think about what happened at the end of that show, that movie, and you're like, I don't, did I get it? I got it. No, maybe I didn't get it. There's yeah. all kinds of things that could be happening in that show, in that show or the movie. I keep saying so, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, Netflix Witcher should be good. And I'm still going to watch the Witcher series, imagining what Superman would look like with a mustache, because this is the reason he had it. The best thing about the Witcher uh, Netflix series is I'll be able to watch this story without having to play the crappy control scheme that the game has. Because, I man, I hate the control scheme. Did you play Witcher 3, though? I did. Okay. I hate it. There's it's some, slow. It no, just I've, I have heard some people that don't like the control scheme. They are wishing that if the controls were better, the rest of the game would have been better. Exactly, yeah. Um, this is... I, I don't... Okay, this is actually happening. Ryan Reynolds is remaking Home Alone into a stoner comedy. I'm all about this. Yes, I know you would be. <laughs> um, I, what more can you say about that? Ryan Reynolds is making a Home Alone remake that's a stoner comedy. He has my money already. If you started off with Ryan Reynolds is making, I'm already going to see it. Yeah, just the fact that he's doing like a stoner remake, just, I don't know. It just means now the comedy is going to be about someone smoking and weird Odd I things even, happening uh, to them. Yeah, I, I can't even put two and two together of how, what the story is going to be like. Maybe like he got high and everybody left and he's trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know. I just, for me, I just feel like I live this every day when Frankie's <laughs> home alone. And, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. I mean, I, I have no doubt it's going to be hilarious. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds. I mean, even in his bad movies, I'm just still, like when Frankie's left home alone, it's always hilarious. <laughs> Rich comes home and goes, why is the place on fire? Oh. Um, all right. So next up, John Cho. If you Are you familiar with John Cho, Frankie? Name should sound familiar. With um, he's in Harold Kumar. Yes. Yeah. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. He was Harold. Um, he's been slated to be Spike 
in the in the live action Cowboy Bebop, and I've seen some pictures of him with the long hair now because he's been growing it out for this for the part. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. He looks really good, like Spike. I think he looks good. Um, I you know it, it's just it's really interesting being that just like I said, he's Harold and Kumar. Uh, I don't see him um, do many serious or like non-comedian uh, roles, um, so it'll it'll be interesting for him to it's, it's do a more like spunky action. Yeah, hero. it's an interesting segue because Spike isn't always one hundred percent of the time uh, an upset guy. He is pretty funny at some points. Yeah, he he has. I I would kind of say he's kind of like. Sp- a little more matured Spider-Man but he, core. But he was in Star Trek. <laughs> he was I mean, serious he was also, in Star Trek. I guess you know, he, even in Star Trek, he had a lot of funny lines. Most of the time, he was he was pretty much canned humor. Like when they pulled the ship out, and he was like, oh, my bad. I I, I know what I'm doing. Sorry. He did have some funny points, yeah. but he was serious otherwise. I mean, it wasn't like a comedy, right? <laughs> to be fair, I think all of Star Trek at one point was serious. Those, those yeah. movies, there was always something serious happening um it looks it looks interesting i mean it's it's a live action anime we're always leery about that they're always amazing yeah (laughs) okay so there were netflix originals that i don't like and i just remember which ones they were now any anime based netflix original is not good you know sometimes james is wrong (laughs) (laughs) thank you did did you like full metal alchemist the live action series oh i i heard from so many people it was so bad i didn't even (laughs) attempt to turn it on what about death note um i watched that and uh cried myself to sleep i to be honest i couldn't get through the anime and i thought the live action of death note was great well to be fair the anime is but 10 you, 12 hours and that's only one hour you know i'd rather what actually exactly? watch the live action the <laughs> japanese live action of death note which was also pretty garbage yeah. uh compared to our american so it's just like in general it, uh, I guess we can't say we're too far behind because Japan couldn't even get their own series, correct? <laughs> um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I mean, I think obviously, uh, I I don't like to be one of those critics who say like, oh, the movie's gonna completely suck because one actor is completely off. Uh, it's like a puzzle piece. One piece may be a little jagged, but. The rest I, of it looks. I think he looks. Okay. I think he'll work just fine with it. Yeah, just, I think he'll. I think he'll do good, and it's answering. Um, sorry for whoever's going to yell at me. It's answering the internet's demand of being like, "Oh, we need to make sure that it's an Asian actor. Yeah. We need to do that." Um, I think that it's great that he is Asian, and he's but going. That's the thing was Spike Asian. <laughs> I'm, I'm so that's glad I'm he's saying. Asian. <laughs> yeah, like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah, well, that, like you know, like that's white... that's why I'm just like it's such a weird statement to even get mad that anyone gets a job and is successful and makes money and goes on with their career. It's it's a weird version of whitewashing, is what he's afraid of, because the character should technically be Asian because it is an anime based thing. No, nope. but be- that's it, not true. It, that's what I'm saying. Should technically, but it's not because the character Spike was not Asian. I mean. uh the the social people who um, are sensitive to these kind of things, they generally are saying that characters that um, are a certain culture should continue to be those culture, and you shouldn't put white people in their place. Uh, but this this character, whatever, I mean, in, in animes you can't tell most of the time. Yeah. However, when an anime is set in Tokyo, 
<laughs> you don't uh, want British people there. You don't. Like, you, you don't want a lot of British people there. <laughs> they always have that one like orange-haired character, so <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, that character should be white. Yeah, probably. Um, people um, usually care about that, though. Speaking uh, of things that could be possibly underwhelming, the next bit of news is oy, uh, Charlie's Angels trailer has just come out. Yeah, <sighs> I I stopped. Liking Charlie's Angels after a few minutes into the first Charlie's Angels, so <laughs> well, the, I do like the uh, Chinese fighting muffles, Chinese fighting muffins, uh, as a reference <laughs> to how bad that uh, she cooks. But other than that, I have not enjoyed any of the movies. Well, still, so the new one has a couple of interesting, uh, I guess, additions or characters or whatever. So Kristen Stewart is one of the angels, and that's kind of scary because we're she's famous for you know her deadpan act and not Chris yes Chris too her deadpan acting and uh it was directed i think written and produced by Elizabeth Banks i know it was directed by Elizabeth Banks and just like she always does she directed herself into the movie and she made herself Bosley so i thought that was kind of weird not saying Bosley has to be male but it just it was it felt like we know that you made the movie and you give yourself the best part, but I guess I can't be mad at that because I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> but I can't believe she did that. Oh, if that was you, you'd do it. But yeah, you, I probably would. Yeah, I would. Um, but the trailer just looks so ugh, generic. It's a generic Charlie's Angels. They're something. all generic. Yes, they are. And they, I, I feel like they had something a little special with the show, and it lost it in these movies. The '70s show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it's literally always, it feels like it's always men are bad. Let's use our sexuality to sway them in one form or another. And just kidding. I don't need to persuade you sexually because I can beat your ass. And that's how they always, always, always end. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the trope. Yeah. And, and I think that trope um, loses its value as, uh, as there's so many strong, confident women in the world it feels like, I mean, like in leadership positions, chancellor positions, like, yeah, you yeah. know, prime minister positions of governments and things like that. It starts becoming really hard to appreciate um, these characters who are smarter and better and just basically stronger in every way than the men characters in the, in the films um, as anything other than now it's it's basically the same as if as if you had cast a man being better than every woman in the in the show. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't expect a lot from it, um, but we'll see. I don't know if it's going to get my attention enough to want to go see it in theaters, but if it comes somewhere where I can stream it, I'll, I'll probably give it a shot. I won't. <laughs> it's it's somewhere in the bottom of my list. And, and not that I hate it, I just don't care. And yeah. and I think it's totally fine if uh, if. Uh, young women want more like physically badass characters to look up to. Good for them. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. I don't. I don't I just, fault them. I, I just I, again, I don't fault them either. I just feel like Charlie's Angels isn't where you want to start. There's there's more badass characters I think than Charlie's Angels, especially when the age of you know we have Wonder Woman and a Black Widow and yeah, I'm Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Shira. Um, they have lots of lots of cool. Um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? There, there is Hell strong, yeah. smart, clever women. Um, yeah, uh, Charles Angels isn't uh, isn't the one that I would look at. Yeah. All right. So I know all three of us have probably the same opinion on this game, but the relationship ending game 
Settlers of Catan is being released on Switch. So beware. The game is genuinely fun. But award-winning fun. <laughs> award-winning fun. But it does uh yeah, you know, it'll start some fights. It will. <laughs> Catan uh, basically started the board game golden age yeah, that that we're I, I do agree. like square in the middle of right yeah. now. So we can thank Catan for where we got, but I can tell you Catan has caused some issues with some people. <laughs> I've heard of... Uh, the robber. <laughs> you have yeah. this plan you've been working on for three turns. And then the robber gets put there. The robber. Um, I've heard that uh, Settlers of Catan has actually caused a divorce. That's what I've so, heard. <laughs> just beware if you play it. Don't play it with somebody you love. Play it with somebody you hate, I guess. I don't I don't know. Uh, you. This was a warning, so just take it for what it is. Um, so this is not a drill. This is actually happening. This just was announced. Paul Rudd is going to be in the Ghostbusters. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I think he's going to play the role of Egon. I could see that, actually. Yeah. Well, but see, the, the Ghostbusters are saying they're all supposed to come back. Egon's dead. Except for Egon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, but, so if they're all coming back, though, he wouldn't be Egon. He would be probably no, no, no. The role. I'm saying the role of Egon, the smarter guy that knows stuff. Well, I would you know, no, I agree, but I would assume he's probably related or something to Egon because if the original cast is coming back to, to yeah. do their characters, they have to tie in Paul Rudd somehow as an yeah. Egon type character. Yeah, I mean, it's man, is it is it gonna be really sad if they have to acknowledge that Egon passed away? Yeah. I mean, that honestly, like Egon was my favorite. Like Egon is the Donatello of the Ghostbusters. And, and if you don't get the reference, it's Donatello is the best Ninja Turtle. So the best. So <laughs> man. Frankie's over here like you guys suck. <laughs> um, it's Mikey Kawabunga. <laughs> I, I I'm super excited. I think Paul Rudd, uh, right? Because he's he's kind of a dry humor. He is, yeah. So yeah, he's totally gonna. He's he's not just cracking jokes. I would also like to point out that we. <laughs> We have joked about uh, another podcast that I like to listen to, <laughs> Willing Things Into Existence. Yeah. Dorkside News willed Ghostbusters with Paul Rudd into existence. We said that he could do any role, so he's taking any all role. Frankie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, do you remember Destroy All Humans? Yeah, I love this crazy alien guy that just loves to destroy all destroy humans. All humans. <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't really big, like game-breaking news, but I thought it was at least notable. All of the original voice actors are coming back to do their roles again in the re remake of Destroy All Humans for the new uh, new systems. That'll be uh, pretty cool, actually. I mean, playing through a lot of the um, Destroy All Human games, I really liked the. Uh, the jokes like oh, yeah. that would happen between mission interlogs or like small little things that some of the pedestrians would say when you <laughs> pick them up yep. or whatever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that game, hands down, I like back then. Um, it, it was like that op- or like a Grand Theft Auto kind of thing, and I told people I would rather play uh, Destroy All Humans than Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 on board. I, it's just it's a really fun game. So I'm 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 waiting to see how if they keep it the way it was, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I th- no, I mean, it, for the people who are listening and like have not played it, 
by all means, the graphics, even on the older ones, aren't like the most greatest thing in the world, but you will have tons of fun playing from the start. It's set in the 1970s, which I think is just a great time for an alien invasion. Like, we were really, really helpless. We might still be helpless today, but we'd we'd uh, blow a heck of a lot of crap up. Yeah, uh, that well, we couldn't back then. In the seventies too, there's a lot of hey man. <laughs> so it'd be like I'm an alien, but no, yeah, you're not an alien. Yes, I, I'm an alien. <laughs> um, it should be good. Uh, Frankie, I had to put this one in here for you because you were freaking out about it the other day. Are you ready for another mobile Pokemon game? You know, I've been telling people for so long. I was like, just you just you wait. I know Nintendo and Game Freak are going to come for the app marketplace and going to ultimately destroy it. Now, you can all say that Pokemon Go destroyed, you know, the app or whatever with money and all that. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Great. But this next game that we're about <laughs> to announce, I, I, I saw... It, and I was like, this is the greatest this, thing I've seen in a long time for I Pokemon. Like this is the, well, what I wanted. So the game is called Pokemon Masters. And I guess the gist behind it is you as your trainer is just going to fight Pokemon Masters. And that, that's what it is. And you're fighting the ones, the, the famous ones. Like you're going to fight Misty and her water Pokemon. You're going to fight Brock and her, his rock Pokemon. You're going to fight what? Sabrina and her ghosts? It was ghosts, right? I don't remember. I care less for any of those. <laughs> I want to beat the Dragon Master yeah. Lance a hundred times over <laughs> and just be like, your dragon ain't, ain't shit, bitch. Yeah. Uh, it, from the screens, it looks really cool. I I see some areas where it could probably get screwed, I guess. Like the game could mess up. But it doesn't look like they're heading that way. It looks like it's going to just be a fun game. You're just going to pick some Pokemon... I don't know if you have to catch them, if there's a mini game or something you got to do before this, but you're just going to pick them and go, and you're just going to start fighting. And I feel like that's what everybody wanted to do originally with the Pokemon. Well, you had two, I guess, two personalities. You had one who wanted to catch everyone and one who wanted to beat everyone. Honestly, I thought that Pokemon Go or like that concept back then when it was first kind of being announced, I thought it was going to be kind of like... Uh, have both of you have owned D- a DS well, I have and then yeah. you, so, you know, the, okay, sorry. Had some weirdness going on with our, our microphone. Give us a second. There we go. Okay. So <laughs> sorry about that guys. Um, so I just wanted to explain that I thought the game would be kind of like the, what was it like the meat kingdom? Super meat boy. No, the oh. Me Kingdom on the DS, the little app that you got for passing oh, your oh, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, I was like, oh, like, you know, it'll, your phone will send you a notification when you walk by another it? trainer. Street? It was Nintendo Street or something like that. Yeah. Some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. pathway where, like, these two DS basically were both sending out a signal and just happened to go, oh, you passed by this person. Yep. You have, like, and it sends a certain amount of data to one another so you can do whatever. And I thought like, oh, I mean, think about how many people have a phone. Think about how many people could catch Pokemon and do. I mean, basically in some sort, that's kind of what they're doing with Pokemon Go. But I thought my idea would be a lot cooler to just (laughs) pass by somebody like Joe. 
I hate you and your hound doom. That shit beats me every time. Yeah. Uh, it should be, like I said, it should be fun. Um, we're going to see what's, what's going to happen with the game. So Tom Holland isn't going anywhere. He's stuck. And <laughs> I mean, you could say that's a good thing. It's a bad thing. I don't know. I love Tom Holland, but he's at least going to be here for the next seven more movies. Um, I don't know what that means. Does that mean seven more Spider-Man movies? Does that mean Spider-Man is going to be in seven more movies? We don't know. But, I mean, at least seven more. So, Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man right now. So he, oh, we, Go ahead. All we know is that Spider-Man's left across the whole board. Just at, <laughs> Not only just here at the ca- or, or, our cast, but also Marvel's cast in yeah. general. The, the problem with, I mean, the seven movies. So, um, he could have two more um, Spider-Man movies. And then he could be a guest star in five more movies. Yeah, I personally hope I would love it to actually see him age. Yeah, so he actually makes it into college, and so on, and not in some sort of unnaturally accelerated pace. Like literally see him. Yep. Go, and, and then he becomes Peter B. Parker later. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it into his thirties. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would really like for him to be. Um, if you know, even though he's like a bigger, big time hero, I kind of would rather see him be that hero that helps out other, like the other, like big, like big time Avengers who just happens to show up. Cause many times he showed up for Dr. Strange. Many times he showed up for Thor. Many times he showed up for Iron Man, but Iron Man's. <laughs> you don't need to talk about that. Um, God. He showed up for Captain America quite a bit. He he yeah, he's just he showed up for a lot of those heroes. So yeah. like he could literally show up in any movie, really. Sure. He's gonna show up in one division and be like, Well, how did I get here? <laughs> he's on the next season of Runaways. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in costume, he's just a voice actor. He can phone it in from anywhere in the world. Yeah. But uh, true. aren't you filming he's actually in another movie coming out. Um, I think we talked about last week, the current war. Um, I didn't realize there was, he's like a patent officer, I think, or something like that. And he's hmm. playing a very serious role. So it's really weird. He's also training to be the warrior of darkness. <laughs> he said, he said himself, he'd be willing to play Spider-Man until he can't walk anymore. So <laughs> that's awesome. We're, we're ready to go with that one. I think, um, Chris Hemsworth said the same thing with Thor. He yeah. will keep playing Thor as long as Marvel lets him. You know, I, I was talking to someone about Tom Holland as Spider-Man and, um, it, this was a, a fairly woke um, social justice person and she was like I was talking to someone and they just really hated that Mary Jane was Puerto Rican and I was like yep I hate him I hate it too and she's like wait what why but and I was like yeah and she's like it's not so horrible that you you can cast a non-white character as Mary Jane and I was like yeah, no, I, I hate that they basically took Miles Morales' storyline and gave it to Peter Parker. Like, yeah. Like, and and she's like, why does it matter the canon to the comics? I'm like, because now if they try to make a Miles Morales MCU movie and they tried to give Miles Morales his own storyline, they would say that it was stolen from Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming. Well, I can't believe I'm watching this again. Like, okay, let's... Ugh. Like... And that does kind of negate the fact that Tom Holland can't be in Spider-Verse either. His Spider-Man wouldn't make any sense in the Spider-Verse. 
Yeah. If he's like literally Miles Morales's story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all weird. Yeah, but isn't Miles Morales now in with Gwen in in Spider Verse? In Spider Verse, I kind of you're like talking it. about Spider Verse as if it's canon or something. Hey, has anything? Spider Verse is the best movie that's ever come. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they are doing a sequel, I guess, so yeah. it's fine. But it's its own thing. Um. Okay. So next up, uh, I I don't want to get the name wrong. I'm I'm hoping I don't. Uh, Missande, I think we just went over it. Missande, was that what? Missande. Missande. Missande from uh, Game of Thrones. She was just slated. Oh, her name's Natalia. Pretty sure it's Natalia Emanuel. 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 Um, she was possibly slated. She's being eyed to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Storm. You... Oh. <laughs> That's where, like, that. Wait, wait a minute. So I'm all about it now. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if they're going to start filming Storm in four years, um, I, I I don't know. I just don't want these mid 30 year olds cast as the X-Men because I want to see these characters for like 10 years, just like Tom Holland. And so the last thing I want is a 40 year old Storm just because I don't want that... Um, I just don't want that timeline. Like I, like I want to start with a mid twenties, early twenties storm and lead yeah. all the way yeah. to, you know, into that late thirties storyline. At least where Peter Parker gets to college. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but with, with that being kind of said that she's being eyed uh, and even that a storm for, yeah. for that, that fact. That alone was news. Um, that's pretty interesting. Um, that speculates me as I, I'm just going to throw out my idea Within the next year, she's probably going to be in a Black Panther movie. That I can actually see. They're not filming Black Panther until the end of um, the middle of next year or something like that? They're, Even more reason to eye her right yeah. now. Yeah. Because uh, if you guys didn't know, Black Panther and Wanda, or Wanda, wow, sorry, Black Panther and Storm, it's uh, Aurora, right? Uh, Aurora. Aurora, yeah. Um, they have Aurora. 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 Yeah. Uh, they have a thing. They're they're kind of a they're kind of an item. Yeah, they're a couple. They get married. Yeah, they get, and, and have a child. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean she's hot. She'll be the hottest storm that that oh, I yeah. think they'll have had. I'm sorry to all the Halle Berry fans, but <laughs> Halle yeah, Berry, no, we got I'm her. Sorry. She we got will. her in Swordfish. That's that's good enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one's definitely, like you said, a good pick. Yeah. Okay, this next one pissed me off, and the fact that I even have to say it is pissing me off. But Lexi Rob, I think that's her last name, Rob, uh, R-A-B-E, uh, she played Morgan Stark in Endgame. She was the seven-year-old girl. Okay. Perfect for the role. People are bullying her. She's fucking seven, and people are bullying her because of her part or what she did or whatever. How fucking awful of a human being do you need to be to bully a seven-year-old girl explain to me what they're uh, how they're bullying her i it's it's just weird that, that i just keep seeing reports um of the family of uh lexi rob's family saying can you guys just please let us be let her grow up let her be what she's you know what she wants to be if she wants to make mistakes and stuff she'll make mistakes uh just leave her alone like she did one part I don't, yeah. She's not some trolling tween yet. So, I mean, wait until she gets 12 or 13 and is beating you in Fortnite, and then you can troll her. So, 
but so basically the there's just been reports from the family saying that she's being bullied so this is oh, a, it's public because you can see the comments and stuff yeah. right so, this is yeah. oh this is exactly what happened so um she said in a video that she's a kid and like other kids she messes up sometimes this is her saying this um she then said she has lots or she's received tons of talking to's and timeouts just like any seven-year-old would at that age when they're learning and she said believe me if i go anywhere and i'm acting a little silly or a little messed up or anything like that i'm just seven and then she made a personal appeal saying please don't bully me or my family and then her mom came out jessica robin said yet again lexi's getting bullied like i guess because she played an mcu character or whatever it was people are just not letting her be a seven-year-old like, I can't believe that you would let your daughter do that or that she's doing that. Like, she's fucking seven. She's the reason Tony Stark died. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's getting bullied right there. Part of it, part of it, <sighs> man, just, this, this just goes. being mean. Yeah, because this just then goes back to one of our other podcasts that we did last week that I'm just not even going to go into. Um, you guys know better. Um, first off, like bullying somebody that's really not going to fight back and truthfully is just like piss off yeah <laughs> you guys i got some knuckles to crack if you want to start bullying a seven-year-old here hey come bully me i'll listen to you talk about whatever your pitiful <laughs> life is about okay we're not gonna get that <laughs> into it okay um but yeah just stop bullying please um and so the next news could be and if you're being bullied learn to use the block button yeah Honestly, they. Well, this was uh, this was in okay. So when I say in public, I mean people are like saying that her mom shouldn't do this, like shouldn't be as strict, or she shouldn't be doing this because she is this person. She's in the public eye. Just okay. Just record them doing that, and then post it to your social media because you have a huge platform with yep. millions of people, and say, "Hey, someone, can you please send this to this person's mother?" Because the moment you send something to somebody's mother on social media, that normally ends it. Yeah. Um, so in what could be the best casting of our time, I know we've been talking about a lot of live action Disney movies. That doesn't mean they're ever going to stop. They're, the train's still going. Until they run out, I guess. Yep. And uh, Little Mermaid is apparently on, on the list of movies that are coming up next. For live action? For or? live action, yes. And before you start getting me, I'm like, ah, oh, really? No. Melissa McCarthy has been slated to play Ursula. Okay. Um, I would be down for that. Melissa McCarthy is an amazing comedian. She's hilarious. And I think she would fit the role perfectly. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Can she be evil, though? Has she been evil? I don't know. I think she can be. She's usually the comic relief for the protagonist in most of the movies, but I, I think she could be evil. I think she could do it. Uh, I just thought it was really, really awesome. Um, so up next, Netflix is reportedly working on a Neil Gaiman uh, work, famous work. And no, it's not Good Omens because Netflix can't cancel Good Omens. <laughs> and Amazon also will not cancel Stranger Things. So we'll just, Yeah. Um, Netflix is reportedly working on Neil Gaiman's Sandman, which I believe is Neil Gaiman's most famous work of all time. And I I haven't read it myself. It is on my list. I'm telling you, i got a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, but I've heard by almost everybody that's read Sandman that has said it's, it's amazing. Please read Sandman. And I'm like, okay, I'll get to it. I will get to it. I promise. 
But I'm excited because I'm already a fan of Neil Gaiman because he's done a few Doctor Who episodes. Yep. And he did Good Omens. And Good Omens was amazing. I love Good Omens. Um, I don't want to say it was... It wasn't even... Dave, uh, and I have much you never I, saw American Gods? I know. I've been trying to find a way to watch this. Oh. Because American, uh, American Gods is definitely up my alley. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really good. But the book is better. I mean, I don't know. It's not necessarily better. But the book is good just because you can get through it faster. Yeah. So, tangent real quick. We were yeah. actually talking about this last night. There's 99.9% of the time, the book is always better. It's just how it is. Uh, there's a couple of times in the movie where scenes are better. And when people were arguing with me about which scene, if you can come up with one scene that was better than what is in the book, I did come up with one. Okay. And Harry Potter and uh, the, the last book. The, so the first mm-hmm. part of the movies, part one of um, Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Um, Hedwig dies in the book. Okay. And in the book, Hedwig just got hit by what it seems like a stray spell mm-hmm. and was just taken out. In the movie, Hedwig sacrificed herself to basically take a spell for Harry that was aimed at him. So instead of it being a stray spell and just being like, oh, Hedwig died, Hedwig was like, I'm going to save this motherfucker and, and did. And it makes that scene much more powerful in my eyes than it was in the book. I think there's moments throughout the Harry Potter movies that are better than the yeah. books. I mean, in some of the, like, there's characters that I didn't care that much about in the books, like the uh, uh, Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. I just didn't care about her that much in the books, but I really like that comedian and I think she's kind of cute. And I just yeah. kind of like the, like there's a ghost more than I did as, as the book. Um, I've been having my girlfriend watch um, Dr. Who. I've yeah. been trying to get her on it. We just got to the episode. The next episode we we're going to watch is the one that has moaning Myrtle in it. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that episode. Moaning Myrtle is in it. She's in one episode. She gets absorbed into some big fat oh, body thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Holy crap. She's going to lose it when she sees that moaning Myrtle's <laughs> in here. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, Sandman, is probably again his most famous work. So that, and it's Netflix. And it's Netflix. I, what you're taking somebody's most famous thing, but it is converting um, a comic book. Can they do it? As long as it's not Iron Fist, they can. <laughs> as long as it's not anime. Uh, Manga. Hey man, all four got canceled. So <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> Frankie's like Iron Man season two wasn't that it's, bad. They got stolen. Yeah, not canceled. I mean, it's pretty bad seeing as uh, he got fisted and it's stolen. Yeah. The defenders just turned into the pretenders. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what the heck is going on? <laughs> um, okay, so we don't normally do stuff like this, but it, I, I needed to do it. I wanted to give a little special nod to Christopher C. Cowan. Um, he was, I think he's a director or, or some filmmaker in some sense. He did... Uh, a scene on YouTube of a live action My Hero Academia fight. And it's probably five minutes long. Was this the one with the backpack? Yeah, it was the one with the backpack. And it's probably the coolest fucking live action. Like, can, can we get a promise to have the link to it in the show notes? I will try and put a link to it in the show right. notes. Yes. Because I'd love to watch it. I have, I have questions, but I'll let you finish. I don't know too much about it. So I know that Christopher C. Cowan was, was the one that did the directing. I did watch it. It was it was a, a take on what would happen if fights in My Hero Academia happened in real life. Uh, the person that was doing the fighting was not a hero that we know of. Yeah, I was going to say it that because I was like, um, it wasn't. Midori no one has or... like some teleporting ability that's like tied to a backpack. Yeah. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought that, like, as somebody who's a martial artist and who has uh, been on sets for doing stunts for uh, films and seeing, like, all of those people, it's... The shit that he was doing was nuts. It was nuts. Part of, like, part of it also was a lot of camera work. A lot of people are like, oh, no, like, it's not, like, just, uh, like, stunts and action and all that. No, it still had parts where it was either edited or they just did like a stop, like camera trickery. It. Yeah. yeah, camera trickery, which again goes back to the guy who did the choreography and directed and stuff. That just showing how much of a genius this guy was. It, this thing is freaking amazing. I will put up a link to make sure that you guys can see it. I mean, the fight looked cool. I was yeah. like, damn, this, whoever this guy is, make him just, do live action. Yeah. <laughs> just know going into it that the two people that are fighting are not any characters tied to my hero. It was just an idea of what uh, would uh, Literally, the backpack's not even... It's literally they show a keychain, and that's yeah, like yeah. the little reference you get to it being There was my an All Might keychain on the backpack. That's it. And you're like, oh, this is my hero now. Okay. <laughs> uh it, it's awesome this oh this next one <laughs> are you did you like uh five nights at freddy's frankie wow that was a that was some uh alliteration right there five nights at freddy's frankie <laughs> i like uh i do like the game which which is crazy like which which one are we talking about like we're not talking about any of them Oh, okay. Well, then I guess that <laughs> was the whole thing on its head. There is a new movie coming out called Banana Splits. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's called Banana Splits. Um, the trailer starts off like it's a kid's show. A kid just going to a live taping of one of these... Like Barney shows? Barney shows, yeah. yeah. Um, but then it takes a twist and it goes straight into like a Five Nights at Freddy's twist. The yeah, I'm not going to go watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like... Uh, <laughs> It starts, I guess it starts off like a kid's movie. It is definitely not a kid's movie. Uh, there is some, what seems to be some pretty violent parts in there and the animatronics are just, you know, coming to life and murdering. It looks awesome. I'm getting chills just like <laughs> listening. For it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will try and see if I can find the link to that too and put that up. It's called Banana Splits. Um, I didn't get the data when it's coming out yet. I was too enthralled with the, the, the trailer that I forgot to write down the date. Um, but yeah, it should be freaking nuts i wanted to pose a question um should you get amazon prime for tv shows um my answer was yes you should now you're you're yes. you're posing the question and i'm answering the question that for you. you didn't have amazon now we're not sponsored by amazon no, guys, by the way no. so so you're saying we should someone who does not have amazon prime yes and it's not they don't sell amazon prime for tv separate from amazon no, no, prime no. right so no, it's yeah, just yeah. Should you like if you're if you were wondering if the Prime shows were yeah. good enough to get Amazon Prime? Yes, they are. And so, what does Amazon Prime cost? Amazon Prime costs, I believe, nine ninety nine a month. Which, with that, you what? also okay? Is it, yeah, I think that's probably right. I think it's either nine hundred hundred twenty dollars a year. I think you buy yeah. it up up front. Yeah. Well, you can. Oh, you can also do it monthly. Oh, okay. A monthly, right. I think. Oh. I only I only spent a hundred. Yeah, it's, it's it used to be a hundred. The price went up. You might be grandfathered oh, in. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, you also get Twitch Prime with Amazon Prime, which Twitch yeah. Prime is also doing a PlayStation Plus type thing, where you get free games every month from Twitch Prime. Um, so with that, you got these shows that come out. Good Omens, one of them. 
Good Omens was the the big one for me that was like I need Amazon Prime to watch it. I already had it at the time, yeah, because I had Twitch Prime and I like I like my Twitch Prime because I like free video games. Okay, and yeah. it's, again, it's not free video games. You're paying. You're still paying. It's free video games yeah. for me before because, and. I mean, even before that, it. there was a good anime uh, that originally started on uh, Amazon, like as an original, but it then kind of just went on to the other, like, uh, and that's Made in Abyss. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, the, the Tick uh, was on there. Tick, yep. I've heard good things about the Tick, too. So Good Omens was on there, and the rest of these are upcoming shows, and these were ones that I was trying to point out. The, the Expanse is not upcoming. The, well, the Expanse is already out. That's, yeah. that's great. Um, the boys is coming up. We talked about that last yeah. week. It looks crazy. And Carnival Row is coming up. And again, we talked about that one before too. I still don't know if Cara Delevingne or Orlando Bloom had the fairy wings in this trailer okay. because the way the camera work worked, you yeah. couldn't tell who had them. And then on top of that, Kevin Smith, um, he does his, uh, live show once a week, um, with his friend, Mark Bernard. Mm -hmm. Mark Bernard is the one who wrote Can Carnival Row. Yeah. So I'm, way excited to see this and yes i believe amazon prime has been good enough for me to watch i've watched a few movies on there that netflix doesn't have because these movies are old i yeah i i, I enjoy watching some amazon prime for tv man i just wish they'd improve the experience yeah the it's the worst the store is awful the store is awful and so, i say the store even though it's i mean it is a store you can't escape the um, store <clears throat> actually so i was gonna bring this up for the uh podcast for you guys mm -hmm. um you there's an app uh the that's just prime video that does nothing does not bring you to the store it literally brings you straight to prime video which then you can cast to google chrome or roku no or, none of that i'm sorry I literally did it last night. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I have all these big screens on my computer. That's where I watch it. Oh. So if they have a Windows... But I've seen you cast it on there. <laughs> uh, not for me. That's for my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. because my, my screens are for me. <laughs> like, I, I watch shows while I work. I do all this stuff. If there's a Windows Store app for Amazon Prime for video, maybe. But that is... It is true that the apps for the PlayStation and other things are basically just as good as the the other ones i can the Close. playstation though anyway. specifically is is still just a store because i have the amazon prime video mm -hmm. on my playstation because that's where i watch all my stuff at um it's still just a store like you'll see something on the on the home screen but like, oh i want to watch that that was right i wanted to see this go into it oh i have to rent it i have to buy it it's not on prime video yep. you can scroll to categories that are prime video and know that everything in this list is something you can watch for free but they're taunting you by putting up the yeah movies. it'd just be a little bit better yeah. i mean yeah or just make everything in the Prime store free. Let me just... I mean, I'm paying for Prime. Let me watch it. Jeez. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's still got some really good shows, and there's some coming more that you're going to like. Yeah, The Boys looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frankie, what are your thoughts on Teen Titans Go? It's a trick question, because I know you fucking hate it. <laughs> um, just... I know where you're going with this. I, is it that the Teen Titans versus Teen Titans yep. Go? Yeah. Yeah. So, you don't I'm, think Teen Titans Go is hilarious? No, I feel it's just like Powerpuff Girls. It just you don't think wait. Powerpuff oh my! Girls what is the hilarious? hell? No, yeah, the new Powerpuff Girls. I haven't um, seen the new one. Yeah, don't <laughs> promise me. Live in the legacy of the old ones. I do, and then remember yeah. that because okay. the new one, Bubbles, is just a giant meme. That's yeah, all she, she is. She is not. She's, she's yeah. I still like the. I still so like that's why that's the same thing I feel about 
Beast Boy and Cyborg in Teen Titans Go, they're just memes. They're not even like characters. They just literally react out memes. I, I think it's kind of hilarious. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I do. I Don't get me wrong. Like, I laugh and I think, but I just don't think of it to be true Teen Titans. They're, they made them all become cannibals. They literally ate people in the form of pies. <laughs> I remember that one. All right. That was a great was, episode. And, you, and you, know, you know who the villain was for that? The one I always joke about. Granny it was goodness. Granny fucking goodness. <laughs> it was Damn awesome. goodness. <laughs> Um, no, so I like Teen Titans Go. I take Teen Titans Go outside of the Teen Titans experience. I just yeah. enjoy it as a show. Exactly. It's, it's just dumb humor like Spongebob or something like that. Yep. Um, it's, it's funny to me. I can't watch like seasons of it. No, no, no. Oh, no, I can't, yeah. Um, but there was a particular episode where they made fun of themselves because the old Teen Titans was way better. The, the old Teen Titans show was good. And they, on this episode, were like... What happened to us? Like <laughs> we were so awesome. What happened? And then they were making fun of that. It got you know got cut off. Yeah. Season four, I think. They're like, why didn't it end? What the hell's got Beast Boys? Like, what happens? Like, <laughs> so it's so funny. And then Teen Titans Go the movie had a little snippet at the very end yeah. of Teen Titans. Well, they just released another trailer of Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, and I feel like it's the movie that people were like, okay, if we're gonna have the ones that we don't like fight the ones that we do, this is what we wanted. So it might be fan service. It might not be. But Winner it'll... gets to keep the series. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Well, you know, they're writing it. So they Are we going to get a link to that video in the show notes? <sighs> Maybe. I'll just stop keeping all I these can... trailers to yourself, I, James. Just for me. Um, but I don't know. It should be, it should be funny. To say the least. Um, up next, codename Project Americas. Have you heard of it, Frankie? Um... No, does that make me less of an American? <laughs> no. no. But how about if I told you Grand Theft Auto 6? That's codenamed Project Americas. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Sounds I know awesome. I legitimately just said that I'd, oh, I'd play. Uh, man. Jeez. <laughs> he just screwed himself. It's, I, it's like I, I totally, willed it. Like He's like, I'll totally play Destroy All Humans before it's Grand oh, Theft Auto. Oh, by the way, they're both coming out. Oh, man. <laughs> So, codename Project Americas, otherwise known as Grand Theft Auto 6, might, it looks like it's going to be set in the 70s to 80s Brazil. And you work your way up a drug ring, loosely inspired by Narcos, the show on, I think it's Netflix, right? I, I don't know where Narcos is. I thought it was Hulu, but whatever. One of those. I've heard good things about Narcos. Uh, There's not my type of show. I don't really yeah, care exactly. about drug shows like that, but it, no I've heard it was really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you count doing cocaine as superpower, I guess. <laughs> it gives you that. Uh, never mind. Um... But yeah, it's in the works. Everybody was asking where GTA 6 is. It's, it's, it looks like it's coming. So my butthole is ready. Um, All I got to say <laughs> is people have made uh, videos with the rock, uh, the video app that you can get inside the online play mm-hmm. for the uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My blanking this margarita is hitting hard. <laughs> um. But that the graphics, like the whole thing about that I've enjoyed about uh, Grand Theft Auto is the graphics, the kind of like little bits they make the characters really feel like their own entity, like that, like someone you yeah. would just really be yeah. like, yeah, it's a this is an actual daily, like I could see this being a real person. If you aren't familiar with Narcos, because I know it's kind of a, like an oddball show to bring up, 
If you've seen um, Bedazzled, I think it's Bedazzled, with Elizabeth Hurley and yep. Brendan Fraser, the first person he turns into is a drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea behind it. That's where they're headed yeah. towards. Yeah. So you're going to be, I guess, some peon who works his way up the ring to become that guy. So <laughs> that guy. It, should be, it should be pretty good. Uh, this this makes me think that I, I want to play a game uh, based off of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think they have made a mobile game off of Breaking I Bad. I don't want to play a mobile <laughs> game. It's just a money grab. Yep. Um, our last little bit of general news before we go into our specific corners. Uh, it's most surprising to me. If you are familiar with Dr. Disrespect, he's a very large uh, Twitch personality, Twitch streamer personality. He made uh, a boo-boo. He went into a bathroom while he was at E3 and continued to stream with his camera taking it into the bathroom, which is, breaks a lot of laws. It got his E3 badge revoked. It got his Twitch channel banned. All this stuff came down on him pretty hard. Um, that wasn't going to keep him down for long. Dr. Disrespect is one of the top, I think, five or ten people on Twitch alone. Yeah. So they unbanned his account. Uh, but the very first thing he did was he put up a message and he broke character. I've never seen Dr. Disrespect break character. I don't watch him that often, but I do know of him. Mm-hmm. And I know he doesn't break character. He broke character this time to apologize and be like, yeah, we fucked up. Like at the time, we thought it would be funny. We realized that was stupid. We messed up. Um I'm going to continue the Dr. Disrespect brand, but we realize we goofed and we ain't going to do that again. So we'll see if he holds true to his, his promise there, but he definitely looked like he, well, not looked like he, the reading sounded like he was uh, genuinely upset. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just be real here. Um, does he have to change? No, no, he doesn't because it's going to be another year until E3 Yep. So he doesn't do live streaming on location very often. Actually, never before. This was his first time. So does he have to change? No, not at all. Is he going to turn a new leaf? We won't know. We literally will not know unless he does another live stream. Yeah. Which he probably won't. It's it's too risky to his business. He he should just not. Yeah. Um, And we did bring this up too. While I was looking at the uh, the apology letter, I guess is what it was. His picture was up there, but his picture of. (laughs) Not in his Dr. <laughs> Disrespect uh, persona. And I don't know. I think he looks completely different. His facial features and his noticeable mustache stand out. Yeah. But without the mullet, he's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, he just seems like an average average dude. He doesn't even seem like the like he portrays a typical nerdy or like, like yeah, he definitely a comic does, book yeah. person or anything. He just looks like a normal dude. The average yeah. Joe. The average doctor disrespect. <laughs> um, by the way, if you guys didn't know, I thought we'd point it out. His name is actually Guy Beam. Um, and you can find that Twitter post on, on Twitter under Guy Beam to find out, to see the apology letter. Well, Guy Beam, uh, hopefully you will learn to not be doctor disrespectful. <laughs> Don't but... be disrespectful when doing doctor disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's that's it for our normal news. Now we're gonna hop off into our our corners. Rich, I know you usually like the uh, comic book corner. Yeah, comic book corner. Um, so we are hearing that Joe Hill, uh, he's the son of Stephen King. Joe Hill is his uh, actor name, or is Stephen King his actor name? <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually might be a reincarnation of Stephen King. So Stephen King, you know. 
Uh, he's launching a horror-themed DC Comics line. So uh, Vertigo is closing down shop, but DC is still doing stuff. I, don't, I, I assume this is going to go under DC Black. Uh, no, the, I believe the comic line was called Hill House Comics. So it's going to be its own imprint. I think it is. Okay. I, I don't know because I didn't, we didn't get very much from it. I think yeah. the, the big news was that Stephen King and Joe Hill are working together. They didn't really go much into... I mean, I know it's Hill House Comics. Yeah, and, and there's five limited series. Yep. Um, Basketful of Heads, The Dollhouse Family, which you're Frankie, you'll love that one, The Lola Woods, <laughs> Plunge, and Daphne Byrne. Um, yeah, it, it uh, should be interesting. He's also the writer of NOS 4A2. <laughs> which, for the longest time, I didn't understand what the hell it meant, and then it just one day... Nosferatu. Nosferatu. <laughs> I was like, NOS 4R2? I don't get it. NOS 4R2. Oh, Nosferatu. Okay, I got it now. So the the great thing about Nosferatu is if you decide to check it, if you like horror stuff, um, l- listen to the um, the audiobook. Because the best thing about the audiobook is that it's written by Catherine, uh, Cap- uh, Captain Janeway from Voyager. Okay. And it's so, there's so much profanity and just crudeness <laughs> that it's like listening to your grandma like just swearing and talking about sex and, See, and what would craziness. Freak, it's, what would freak me out is if I'm under the impression because I saw the trailer for Nosferatu. Doesn't a lot of it take place in the back of a car or some scenes take place? Um, so in Nosferatu, there are psychic individuals who can access um, like wormholes into other dimensions and not terrifying. Okay. And uh, so the main character, she thinks she's insane. So she tries, like, she takes all kinds of psych, like, you know, I don't know, antidepressant meds and stuff yeah. like that to try to, like, stop it. And meanwhile, there's this other guy who's learned to use it to create a whole dimension. And he drives around in a car that's kind of an extension of his his mind. Yeah. Because basically they're changing reality. And uh, he drives from spot to spot through wormholes in this car that has license plates, uh, license plates Nosferatu. So it doesn't take place in a car other than the fact that he kidnaps kids um, in his car. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the, the thing that I was trying to point out there was if I'm listening to an audiobook about someone who drives in a car to kidnap, <laughs> I'm not going to listen to that in my car. I, I don't want to. I don't want to bring that. That uh, it's a creepy book. So <laughs> I don't want to yeah. bring that voodoo on myself. Um, it looks. It could be a, this, this comic line could be good. Yeah, I, I think it'll be good. He's a great writer. Yeah. I, I'm really impressed. So yeah, uh, that's new, and it's also out of out of <laughs> apparently already breaking DC's new, um, new thing. Yeah, they're like, let's get rid of a bunch of imprints. Let's, let's create new imprints. I'm hoping that they put it on DC Black. That's just so it fits. Just, yeah, imprint. just fit it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. But then again, it's not going to have DC uh, Batman's penis. So <laughs> maybe that means that. It should be a new imprint. Yeah, maybe. Um, all right. So, major spoiler alert. The War of the Realms has ushered in a new age for many of our heroes. And most importantly, the role of Allfather has been passed on by Odin himself. So, who do you think the new Allfather is, Frankie? I already saw. <laughs> I, I, I and feel I, like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I already... I was like... In my head, I was like, if it's not this person, who would he really give it to? Because it's Odin. Like, 
he's real prideful. Like so, I don't see him just giving up the title to any yeah. being really. Our new all father is Rocket Raccoon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn it! Get it right. It's Groot. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So <laughs> seriously, guys. Uh, so Star Lord is the new all father. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, he unintentionally, maybe intentionally, all picked as Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's uh, Thor. Well, Thor is the new captain. So <laughs> yeah, so, so Thor is the new all father. And I think this is just the culmination of things that basically started happening a little bit prior to fear itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw the, the one scene where this happens in powerful scene, powerful, real it, emotional. Odin, oh, yeah. Odin is bowing down to Thor and saying, you have not just, it crazy. It's crazy. Not only that, like I, I don't know about you guys, but it like <sighs> Thor just looked like a total badass because what was it? His left arm looked like it was like literally the destroyer's arm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, because he wore the armor at one point, right? Because his bones got turned into yeah. I don't know, jelly or something. And then they were like, oh, you dude, you need another arm? Oh, you know that being we created that... To destroy everything? Yeah. Oh, let's just, you know what? Just use that arm. Just take it. He's had a rough time. I mean... No, <laughs> he really is. Uh, he's probably, out of, uh, out of the last three years, I would say Thor's had probably, the in, in comic lines, probably one of the roughest... Uh, histories in a while would people stop dying around Thor? what i think is uh really cool is that i feel in in many ways it's like a continuation of the norse stories because you you know uh for those of us who really liked myths growing up i loved greek myths i loved native american myths i loved asgardian uh not asgardian uh (laughs) norse myths but they stopped yeah there was no more, right? I mean, yep. basically, so you just end up reading so many different variations of Aphrodite or whatever, but there's no more. Yeah. Except if you like Norse mythology, you get to ultimately kind of merge these characters together and see this this ongoing storyline, and I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, Thor was boring for a long time, I feel like. In the 90s, I just feel like he was just the same character. They've left, really, they've left Thor basically the same for a long time. And then in the 2000s, he's really changing. Yeah. And he's immortal, so he can keep changing for a long time. Unlike, you know, some of the other characters, where they have to re- keep rebooting him. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it was an awesome scene. If you guys get a second to go look, or go get a, the comic book, the picture, it, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean... uh Maybe maybe grab a Comixology Unlimited. We're not sponsored by them. But, we would uh, like to be, though. Yeah, we'd like, we'd like it. <laughs> but, you know, grab Comixology Unlimited, even for a month, and then just read through all the recent Thor stuff to catch up, and uh, then consider subscribing at your local comic store. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so, uh, there are some new characters, ever-going new, new characters from Marvel. And apparently this is uh, Frankie stuff because uh, they're not drawn in the style I like. No, they are drawn in the style Frankie likes. <laughs> uh, big eyes and anime titties and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Was it a Penny Penny Parker? Like, no. uh, so China gets two characters. Um, I did read a little bit on it when I was looking over a little bit of the information, but I'll have... Uh, you go more into depth deep with yeah it. so there's there's two characters there's a 
and they're getting their own series. They're the Chinese first heroes. Yep. Even though there have been other heroes, like in mm-hmm. Doctor Strange's um, previous... Uh, well, I think it's their first solo Marvel... First solo Marvel comic line yeah. Chinese heroes, yeah. I guess. Okay. So it's Swordmaster and Arrow. They are supposed to be, for whatever reason, in the main Marvel storyline... Supposedly, again, they're yeah. They it, look very animated. They are very, very, very animated. They do. They are in the Marvel universe. Um, they're doing their own stories. Yeah, for but now, they said I they guess. interact with Marvel heroes later. Which and they literally named off Spider Man and yeah. <laughs> Iron Man and stuff. Like, so these these are real real characters. I, I mean, maybe it's all characters with the masks, so you can get away with the anime <laughs> look. I don't my, know. My only thing is like, okay. So uh, apparently, so uh, right, uh, the Chinese market, uh, it's, it's really no secret that the Chinese market is the future. There's basically no stopping them from becoming the world's biggest economy, yeah. everything. And so, of course, Marvel should uh, still sell comics to that marketplace. Makes sense, totally. And, and they, uh, I guess we're going to see... Marvel characters drawn anime style when they go into their comic line. And presumably, and this is what I'm curious about, is I want to see Swordmaster and Arrow when they visit New York. And I want to see what they look like in... The anime filter removed. Yeah, the (laughs) anime filter removed. Um, Just so you guys understand, uh, Arrow is not spelt like Arrow you shoot. It's like... Yeah. It's, Arrow as in like wind. I believe she has wind powers. If I, yeah, like I, I had to look up. Um, I wanted to fully embrace myself into understanding. And this art style is very anime-ish. Um, and the, one of the biggest things is it's just, it looks like they want to really have it go into them being like the leader or like starting a new branch in China. Yeah. Like I think it looks interesting, but the the anime thing I think is gonna throw some people off, just because of how it works. You know, taking an anime character and throwing it into a real life situation, and then vice versa, uh, animifying our standard heroes. Which I feel like they got away with that with uh, when the joke I made earlier with uh, Penny Parker, but that's because Penny Parker came from an anime universe and it was an animated movie, so you can get away with that stuff in in the Spider Verse, but. I mean, this is nuts. This stuff looks, it looks crazy. Um, I believe Arrow number one comes out next week or the week after. I'm pretty sure it's next week. Uh, so be prepared, I guess. It's coming. Yeah. So on uh, on to the more normal uh, MCU universe. <laughs> yeah, okay. MCU, Marvel Universe, 616 Universe. Uh, Doctor Strange 15 has some really craziness happening uh, without spoiling too much, uh, Galactus is going to be involved. And if Galactus is involved, um, that means there's magic stuff happening. Uh, this is Doctor Strange, right? So uh, anything in him, you know, he's Sorcerer Supreme. So all of his lines generally involves magic. Um, it also involves another character that is a big time villain for Doctor Strange. So. Um, I think that's a dead giveaway right there. If you're yeah, I, I'm really curious. I I always like Galactus as kind of a tragic character. So I hope that after Doctor Strange ends up um, maybe freeing Galactus from the influence of 
the other villain, then maybe we'll see Galactus becoming an ally of Doctor Strange. Because I always like it that I like this idea that Galactus doesn't want to hurt people. He doesn't want to eat planets of people. It's just he has this hunger. Yeah. And if he dies, the universe dies. That's what that's what happens. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, there's a trial of Galactus, and Reed Richards has to defend him because he finds out that um, Galactus is the last survivor of the previous Big Bang, and if he dies, it will trigger the next Big Bang. Oh shit! And then somebody from our universe will become the Galactus of the next universe, and so on. Uh, so what? he's he's a primal force. He he can't just be killed. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, what's even more interesting too is I don't think I put it in this note. Um, is there is a mastermind behind all of this, and that? Oh, yeah, is, I, know, I know who the mastermind right. is. That's what that's what I was trying to drop hints. Yeah, well, we, so okay, no, no, no. There's, oh, see, there's another mastermind on top on of, top of playing with Galactus and said other villain. There's another oh, one controlling okay. this whole situation. So there's a villain controlling the villain who's controlling Galactus. Because Galactus say, is, con- is being s- controlled by a guy with flaming stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard it here first. Uh, Human Torch is controlling Galactus. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, I, I don't think it's so much control. He I is. Think, well, I think it's he. Well, no, so the the upper oh, the upper guy the upper villain is swaying his swaying. Okay, yeah, that he can do this. Um, uh, it it's craziness. It's yeah, crazy. Galactus is basically the opposite of the Phoenix in this scenario. The Phoenix creates new stuff, and yeah. Galactus destroys things. So they just kind of circle through the universe. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So this was a, just a storyline I put in. We normally cover kind of broad industry things, but this was something I, I read about, and I was like, you know what? This is interesting. So this guy opened a store called Loot. They're, it's opening now or um, opening very soon in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn is basically the, the home place of most of the big comics that exist today, yeah. right? So um, they, this business model is very interesting. This is a comic book store and library. And for $30 a month, you can borrow unlimited comic books one at a time. You can also buy comic books, but they're primarily doing this Netflix model. And their primary audience are is kids, not rich old people who like comic books. This is kids. He, he, uh, in fact, if you're an adult without kids, you can't even get in the store without booking an appointment. You have to go with your kids. And he's doing t- uh, classes where he teaches kids how to make and sell their own comic books. Uh, loot is going to keep 10% of the profits just to cover yeah. their costs or whatever. But this is a, this is a, a thing that I'm just curious. Do you guys think that would work here? I think it could work in a lot of places. I don't think it could work here. I don't think it could work here at all. I, just because if you guys aren't familiar where we're from, we're from Las Vegas and uh, it's just a very strange town. We have yeah. some things that happen here, like not bad, but we just have strange things. But I think this one's too far off the mark that, I don't think it could work here. I I just can't imagine how wealthy the parents would have to be to pay for their kids to have a $30 a month. I I hear people complain the Netflix bill went up. It's a $13 or $14 a month now. People, I can't afford this. Like, oh, so you're going to get another $30 a month comic book fee? Yeah, for just... And the weird thing, I, I think it's a really good idea. I like where it's headed. But you can't tell me that someone's going to borrow a comic book, take it home, 
if that's what they're doing, yeah. they're taking it home, and it's not going to come back in the same condition. There's no way it will. If it doesn't come back in the same condition, I think they have to buy it. Net thirty dollars a month basically makes sure to, to pay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. It makes sense. Then. I don't know. It's strange. I it's, like the idea. Weird. It just would not work here. Yeah, I feel like there's some millionaire who um, is is behind this in Brooklyn. That's what I think. I it's and so or it could be some evil force swaying his opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. <laughs> Um, so the walking dead has been going through a tumultuous, uh, shakeup lately. Um, issue 192 has a major death and I'm worried because people love walking dead so much. We're a news ch- channel, but I, I'm scared to like tell people all the spoilers. So you're going to, you're like getting ready to say it, but you're ducking. You're yeah. Like, there's a major, like major death in issue 192. So if you fought, you know, maybe stopped following walking dead it's time to come back. Issue 192 has a major death that changes the world of Walking Dead. Issue 193, I've, I've not seen this. Issue 193 is 72 pages. Jeez. Jeez. I want this to happen more often. Yeah. I get so grumpy that so many comics, I'm like, I don't want 18 pages. Yeah. Or 20. Especially pages after, if, I don't even know who it was. I didn't, I didn't look. Yeah, but if it's a major character like this, give me some more background. Like, what the hell is going on now that this character is not here? Yeah, I mean, basically, issue one ninety three is seventy two pages, so that you can get immersed with the remaining characters and the new protagonist, so that you're ready for one ninety four to just go on. Because I, I think, right, those of us who maybe like Dollhouse. We remember Dollhouse getting canceled right away because it took too long for people to fall in love with these characters. Yeah. And you could be a fan of Fallhouse and be like, hey, just push through, like get to issue episode like five or six. It'll be good. No, they they stopped watching and they canceled the show. So this is a new character and they're saying, hey, we're we're committed you get this, you'll have 72 pages and at page 20 or 30, you'll be like, I don't know if I like this new character. By page 70, they're trusting that you're going to like this character and you're going to be ready to to go into the future with Walking Dead. Is Kurt Kirkman still writing this, right? Yeah, same character. Okay. Or same actor, I mean. I think it's Winkman, but... No, yeah. it's a Robert Kirkman, the writer. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, if he's still writing it, like he, I feel like Robert Kirkman has done a lot of not I wouldn't say first, but he's blown open the door for a lot of things because yeah. Walking Dead blew up. He says that he planned issue one ninety two when he wrote issue one. Jeez, wow. uh, I don't know. That he's not saying that he planned everything in between. Yeah, but he right? knew one ninety two was going to happen. Yeah, uh, he also wrote Oblivion Song, um, which is a new comic that's out too. If you like some strange stuff, uh, it he's just got an interesting mind. He's got some crazy stuff going on. Uh, Oblivion song is about a guy who can jump between dimensions and he's trying to save the guy is trying to save people in the other dimension, but uh, it's caught. Co- it's causing a, a toll on his body hmm. or something. It's interesting. Okay. So that's it for comic book corner. Um, nothing for uh, uh, meeple mania this week. I didn't see anything that was interesting. I don't want to bore yeah. you guys. So, so it's now anime acute angle. <laughs> I a little trigonometry here. <laughs> I told Rich I put him a joke for him for here. We didn't have a really catchy name for anime corners since we just used comic book corners. So it's now the anime acute angle. Uh, 
I watched some pretty sad fucking anime recently. And I know I've told Frankie about it. Um, Your Name. A Silent Voice. Uh, I've started a few episodes of Your Lie in April. I just, there's, I don't know. I'm just, what are you, that, what are you doing? Yourself, I just, man? I'm that kick right now. Are you trying to go to like a seasonal depression? <laughs> yeah, like, people are like, you should watch Clannad next. Like, I'm trying not to die here, okay? Uh, but no, so Your Name and Silent Voice, they were both really good. And I don't necessarily think that I would say that they ended bad. Like, I feel like you kind of end on a happy note on both of them, maybe, depending on your outtake. Um, but these are like my new wheelhouse right now. Like, I'm into these things and I want to find more. So you want to find more things that make you cry? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I want to find more slice of life things to get me involved with the characters. Oh, you want are, that? that I, are, I can just give you a list. Well, that are just movies, like like your name and. I can also give you yeah, a list. Yeah, for I those. know there's still some more. <laughs> uh, my my most recent suggestion was Grave of the Fireflies, and I was like, oh, I'm not ready to take that dive yet. <laughs> <sighs> See, I didn't even I didn't even take that dive willingly. Like my um. Uh, government teacher, some one of my one of those teachers who does something about government or <laughs> history, some shit like that, decided it'd be great to school. just. <laughs> oh yeah, I love you know the educational system here in America is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Nevada is ranked fifty first in the state education. Fifty Puerto you know, Rico is beating Nevada. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not saying Puerto Rico is a bad spot. I'm saying Puerto Rico is not even a state and they're beating the states. Basically, what we're trying to say is don't bring your kids to learn here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's it's really, I just blanked so hard. <laughs> your name. Your name, yeah. Uh, so the there's so many voice. different a- animes that'll have like that kind of effect yeah. on you. Um, it's just, it so happens to be I feel like even even with series, I feel like series do make like you get attached to characters. Oh yeah! But in these movies, like it's so quick. Yeah, and it's crazy it, how quick you get attached to. Uh, this is only an hour and forty something yeah. minute long mm-hmm. movie, and you get attached to the main character very quick. Actually, in a silent voice, I hated the main character for the first twenty minutes, but that was the point. Like he was a dick, and you're supposed to hate him. <laughs> And then you're being like, oh, it's a retribution story, not a uh, redemption story. And he's trying to make up for everything he's done. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. But when I was looking on my anime list.com or .net, I forget which one it is. Sorry. Um, they have rankings of every anime you can imagine. And all, uh-huh, these, yeah, all, all these movies are on there. Um, I started noticing a trend like these sad, I call them the sad movies, are like top rated movies right now. They're all nines tens oh yeah your name won like every award (laughs) yeah every award and it was uh it was pretty crazy to to see that a like an animated film was doing so well and was so well received uh even outside of uh out of japan so it kind of gave a lot of us fan like anime fans some hope that we could be getting some more films yeah um, I'm excited to see where we go from here. I, I mean, I want some more slice of life stuff. So bring it on. If you guys have any suggestions, it's funny, I just for... remembered where I was going on that tangent oh, a few boy. moments before <laughs> about my governmental teacher showing oh, yeah. me the firefly. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, he, he decided to show it 
without any correlation. It was just a rainy day, didn't have anything, and was like, uh, we're going to pop in this movie. And uh, little did I know, I cried the whole yeah. time. I cried and I contemplated life the rest <laughs> of that school school day. It was, it was pretty wild. They're, they're pretty rough. Um, but the good news is, is it wrong to pick up dun- is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Season two is coming. How long they've been motherfucking saying this shit? Don't you play with me? July thirteenth, it's coming. <laughs> um, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, we'll get back into the world of Hestia and uh, right? leveling up. Basically, that's what is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon is about leveling up, getting experience points that show up as tattoos on your back. I guess that's. Yeah, it's a good show. Okay, it, no, don't, it's don't let the title throw you off because it's a really weird title. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? It's it's a good show. It's it's another what do we call them? Uh, full dive, deep dive, like Sword Art, Log Horizon. It's oh yeah, it's just a virtual reality game, but it's, it's like virtuality anime ish. Yeah, but it's not because there's no diving; they're just already in that world. But it is a world where there's experience points and magic. Well. <laughs> From what I'm remembering correctly, the main character wakes up in that world, but the rest of the characters in the game think that it's just the game. I have to go back and watch it again uh, in time. If to... I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's been a while, guys. Sorry. If... <laughs> it has been a while. It was one of those ones that was like, this is really good. When's our next one? And that was oh, no, it was great. It was fantastic. And then I was just like, uh. <laughs> and then our final bit of news, Sailor Moon Eternal, the two-part anime film project, is starting... Uh, production in 2020. Um, I would scream so much harder if I was a so Sailor Moon fan. Yeah, like or a, okay, a, I'll a, scream for you. Soho or yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I mean, I haven't watched uh, Sailor Moon Super S, which is uh, like the last little bit of the Sailor Moon series. It's the only one I haven't really watched, but I do like me some Sailor Moon. And I would even go so far as saying the live action Sailor Moon wasn't that bad. It was definitely meme worthy, and you can make fun of it, but it was entertaining. You're talking about the the Japanese live oh. action, yeah. Yeah, actually, funny enough, I will. I'll agree with you. It wasn't it wasn't horrible, but it's exactly what you said. It was kind of just like so bad that it was good that it was funny <laughs> because yeah. like just it, it it came out in that '90s ish era where like you have those classical. Oh, yep. like just the, the classic all, 90s noise. And it was just great. It was all fantastic. All the poses, all the yeah, sounds, everything. So it's and just kind of, like it Power gives Ranger, you a nostalgic. It yeah. was like Power Ranger monsters. Mm-hmm. Like they were like overstuffed teddy bear type. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sailor Moon, it's an anime film project. So it should be, I'm assuming, probably two uh, hour and a half, two hour long movies. Um, and if it's Sailor Moon Eternal, I'm wondering if it's going to round out whatever's left. Any questions people had, I think it might answer them. But Sailor Moon is, um, from the last time I checked, was one of, not one of, was the most popular manga series of all time in Japan. Uh, yeah. Because of how long it's been out and how many people liked it. It's just, it's I, grown. I mean, to each their own, but <laughs> little side note that nobody knew, uh, the writer of Sailor Moon and I believe Hunter Hunter, Hunter x Hunter is, are, are married? I don't remember. I think it was something like that, though. I gotta look it up. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's that's it for the episode. I think. All right. Um, for this episode. Yeah. 
You know what that means, guys, that you guys got to come back for the next episode that's going to be next week and the next week after that. And when I actually do put the show note links in here for all the stuff that we said we're going to do, you can come back and say, oh, my God, he did it. That or you can do what we'd love for you to do and go to Smash Bomb and leave us a nice, yeah. lovely review. <laughs> uh, the very first review you can put up is, oh, my God, he put up show notes. <laughs> I, I do have a personal request if... Uh, if you're listening to this episode and you made it this way, this far, uh, just leave us a review or just send us a note, something. Just uh, just let us know because uh, we're just trying to, and maybe say where you listen to us because yeah. I'm just trying to figure out uh, where all the people who are downloading our episodes are actually listening to us. Yeah, yeah. We have some stats, but they're kind of all over the place, so it's kind of hard to track what's coming where. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you listen to us on Podbean, Castbox. Apple, iTunes Store, Spotify, any of those—that was a mouthful. Yeah. They're everywhere. I—I yeah. I, I mean, that's awesome. I, I but I just want some feedback so that we know what you guys just, like. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Um, and we're—we got some more news coming up on the uh, what's what happened series. Um, I think we're probably going to put up a poll or a question in the next couple of weeks on the Dorkside uh, Facebook, asking what you guys want to hear. And then we'll just do, a, I guess, a deep dive into whatever it is. I'm hoping it's Final Fantasy, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, peace out.